Listener Production. Hello and welcome to Willow Talk's wrap of day one of the third test here in Sydney between Australia and Pakistan. Producer Sam here with you, Adam Peacock and Brad Haddon still off on holidays, but they'll be back for the full episodes next week. So an action-packed day one here in Sydney. Pakistan won the toss and batted first. They made 313. Pat Cummins taken another five-wicket haul. That's three in a row for the skipper. But it could have been a whole lot fewer for Pakistan if it wasn't for a mammoth 10th-wicket partnership. Amir Jamal being a thorn in the Aussie sides, taking eight, making 82. Dan Ganane and Merv Hughes wrapped up the day's play in the Triple M commentary box and they also spoke to Mitch Marsh, the Aussie all-rounder, who took a wicket off a no ball. Here it is. Excellent day's test cricket here at the Sydney Cricket Ground. 33,000 have seen Australia bowl Pakistan out for 313. A couple of outstanding innings amongst that and then none for six after one over. And Merv Hughes has joined uh, myself. But let's go straight down to the boundary where Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh. We get all the big names, don't we? Apologies, gents. The lovable bison. Mitch Marsh, hello to you. How are we, guys? What about you? Wicked off a no ball, oh. but it doesn't matter because you sorted out shortly after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's never a nice feeling. I just thought um, the crowd needed a bit of a G up and get them going, get them up and about and <laughs> go again. That was great theatre at the end, the one over. Uh, you can't stop Dave Warner, can you? I mean, it's none. you would think you just see out six balls, but the bloke can't help himself. <laughs> oh, he's off the mark with the boundary and another two, so uh, comes back tomorrow, six on out. It's better than being on zero. Of course. A lot better than being on zero. And Mitch, yourself, it was, a, it was an interesting day. At four for 47, thought that you were going to run through the Pakistanis, but, geez, they, they showed some fight, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, I think they've showed fight throughout the whole series. Um, you know, the way each team has played been, has been fantastic. The spirit's been great. Um, Amir Jamal then, obviously, um, I thought he batted terrifically, to be honest. We, um, we tried everything, but um, yeah, it was his day, and uh, that was a great partnership for them at the end. Yeah, you did really well. Now, talk us through your feeling. You get a wicket, beautiful ball, um, nice neck, second slip, and then it's reviewed and called a no ball. Just what are you feeling at that time? Uh, well, after my celebration, uh, a bit of, a bit <laughs> of embarrassment. It was a good celebration. <laughs> yeah. I was more surprised that I actually got a wicket, gents. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, it's never a nice feeling. I, I sort of sometimes I, I always joke with the boys that if the ball comes out and it actually feels good when it comes out of the hand, it's always a no ball for me. So that was the case. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't cost you too much. A couple of hours later, you picked him up and it was almost an identical ball, identical shot. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was a nice, uh, I thought it was a pretty nice ball and a, a beautiful catch by Smudger. So um, I think it's always nice to, within my role to, to make sure I'm contributing, chipping in. Um, and uh, yeah, it was nice to get that wicket today. I think well, people, sorry, I was going to say, they look at the scoreboard, they mightn't have seen any play today. They'd say Pakistan all out 313, an OK score, but not a brilliant score. And Australia done for 60. It's a good day for Australia. But when you consider, Mitch, the last two nearly put on 100. What, what's the feeling like amongst the team after all of that? Uh, I mean, there's, yeah, there's an element of frustration. Um, it's very rare that you see a, a ten, an 88-run partnership uh, for the 10th wicket. But um, like I said before, uh, I thought we tried everything. Um, the wicket, once the ball got older, it was pretty flat. The bounces weren't as um, as useful. But, um, yeah, fair play. It's test cricket. It's not always easy. And um, I thought they battled hard. They did battle hard. Now, just um, can you let us in on the wicket? Was it 
was it a little bit uh, too paced? Because it's a bit patchy, and from up here, it just looked as though, um, as the ball got older, as you said, the ball did die. But early on with the new ball, some fizzed through, and, and others just seemed to, to die through. Um, can you talk us through the, the pitch? Yeah, I mean, judging by today, you'd probably say that it's um, certainly a new ball wicket. Once the ball got a bit older, it looked, uh, looked a little bit easier. It was harder to sort of get the edge and uh, get the breakthrough. I think as the test match goes on, you'll see a lot more fielders um, in front of the wicket and, and uh, hopefully we can put on a few partnerships. It's certainly um, yeah, pretty flat, but um, yeah, if we can get through the new ball tomorrow and, and put on a few big partnerships, then uh, I think you'll see hopefully a traditional sort of SCG test. All right, enough of the uh, boring questions. This is Triple M. I've got to ask this. You, I mean, I've got one of the great moustaches. I'm asking boring questions, am I? No, we both, no I'm saying it's serious. I've got to, we've got Mitch Marsh, who's had a wonderful series, but he's also growing that mo, Merv, as one of the greatest moustache... Uh, owners in, in Australian cricket. How do you rate how the Mitch Marsh Mo is coming Oh, along? Things go better with Mo. Without <laughs> doubt, Mitch, like, fair thing. I mean, he's just stepped up another level, got the ball today. Should have had probably Pfeiffer, but then no ball just nipped it in the bud, really. But, mate, Travis Head grows the moustache, kills him. Mitch Marsh, moustache, kills him. He's been going really well, really impressed with the moustache. You think it's a good looking like he's... Because oh. some men aren't meant to have... It's just whatever reason it doesn't work you think it works on Mitch yeah the, definitely works on Mitch what do, you, what do you think about the mate now you wake up in the morning you look yourself in the mirror what are you thinking Mitch um, not well, much you can't hold your turn boys <laughs> <laughs> alright we're going to let you go good on you we love you thank you very much Mitch thank the you. bison Mitch Marsh joining us on Triple M Cricket I yeah. got the wind up as soon as I asked that question yeah, uh, good I got the wind up no enough of this interview what a champion bloke. But, but, and, and a champion, and he's underrated within the Australian side. Since he's come back in, he's been outstanding, and he's been good with the bat. But also today, we just he just chips in with the ball. There's very, very rarely he misses out. Yeah. Can we give a rap too? And Merv? good hands. Very good. Big buckets. Yeah. Rizwan deserved 100. He yes. got 88. And Jamal at the end deserved 100. Yes. Uh, Both very good. Either way... It's kept Pakistan in the test because those two have got more than half the runs. Yeah, well, I reckon rule of thumb is win the toss, bat through the first day, which they almost accomplished apart from a couple of overs, and make 300. So at this stage in the game, Pakistan are in front of the game. And it's up to the Australians tomorrow to bat really well. Now, gee, we could we could quite easily be two or three down at stumps tomorrow night and, and then we think, how good a position are we in? But, gee, we lose a couple of early wickets tomorrow and it will hit the fan. Yeah, and you said the wicket was too paced. It, it doesn't seem like an easy cricket wicket. Certainly once that ball gets a bit old, that's going to be tough to bowl on, but also not the easiest to bat on. No, not the easiest to bat on, but um, because it's a little bit up and down and, and we've t- spoken about it, it's got some um, green grass and it's got some sort of dying grass on there. So the, the new ball, when it hits the green grass, it really, really takes off. And then later in the day, as Mitch said, they found the ball dying um, as the ball got older. And that's going to be a, a bit of a problem because the Australian batsmen like the ball coming on. And if it slows up dramatically um, and the, the Pakistanis can get it in the right spot, then yeah. Australia could struggle. But, but you have a look at that top order. You've got Usman Khawaj that's played a lot of cricket here. Davey Warner that's played a lot of cricket here. Steve Smith that's played a lot of cricket here. It's like the bowling lineup. This This is their backyard. They, mm. they know how to play it. They know what to expect. And 
when they get their opportunity um, at, at this venue, they, they don't often disappoint, do they? Eith, you got some beacon trade stats. Yeah, just a couple of things. Amir Jamal, Amir Hamza, 86 runs for that 10th wicket partnership. That went on forever. Highest 10th wicket partnership here in Sydney since 1985. Ooh. And what it did do was it ballooned Paddy Cummins' series average out to 11.33. So he's now fourth on the list all time for best bowling average in a series by an Australian. Bert Ironmonger, of course. A lot of Googling of his name today. A lot of us have found out who he is. Uh, Scott Boland, 2021, 22 Ashes, averaged under 10. And then Alan Border, averaged 11, 1988-89. Of course, had that 11-wicket haul, Alan Border. So Pat Cummins, 11.33 for the series so far. Can I get... So 85, you said, the last... Was it an Australian pair? The last... Uh, uh, It overtook a partnership from 1985. Don't tell me who... Except, is it Australian? It was not Australia. New it was, Zealand? It was New Zealand, if you can guess. Can guess? <laughs> you do very well to Richard guess. Richard Hadley and Ewan Chatfield. Uh, no, not quite. I actually don't know who either of these cricketers are. I don't know their initials, don't know their surname. Okay, so. fair enough. Not Richard Hadley, though, I'm sorry to say. Okay, well, anyway. Worth a shot. Well, it's a good guess. Last I'm sitting there thinking fit. 1985, good luck. I was going to say AB, AR Border, and Bob Holland. I was just going to have a stab yeah. at that, but not to be yeah. But when it's not Australian, that, that, that would have been wrong. Yeah, probably. Less likely to be correct. <laughs> so, so, what are you expecting from the day tomorrow? Rain, as it normally does in Sydney, or are we going to get play? You, now, Merv, can I say this? We give you plenty of material to take the extract the urine. You can't give it to us that we provided a rain-free day. I just asked you a question. A little bit. You don't, don't have to be defensive about it. I just asked you what was going to happen tomorrow, not what happened today. Probably. It was a magnificent day. Probably. Magnificent day. I think tomorrow, in all seriousness, if there's going to be a rain-affected day, tomorrow will be it. Yeah, so the, it's forecast to be late showers, so that shouldn't affect the start of play. So we're hoping that we'll get through to lunch and maybe tea without rain, and then there's rain forecast. But fingers crossed, it'll be another beautiful sunny day in Sydney. Always is, Merv, always is. Once again, the Sydney NRMA Insurance Pink Test will see the uh, SCG turn into a sea of pink. Actually, it's a promoter's dream. Day one's always a good draw, 33 today. Tomorrow's Dave Warner Day, basically, and then day three is the Pink Day, which uh, uh, always brings a big crowd. And the McGrath Foundation is looking to fund 250 breast care nurses, and every bit helps. I've noticed they've had the um, virtual, virtual seats. seats. They're already over 100,000. They'll do a lot more than that by the time we're done. And for every NRMA new insurance policy purchased on January 5, so day three, Pink Day, NRMA Insurance will donate 100 of that to the McGrath Foundation. Each donation will go towards funding McGrath breast care nurses to help those in need. NRMA Insurance, proud helpers of Australian cricket and the McGrath Foundation. The McGrath Foundation has been fantastic. You know, to think that we've gone from four breast care nurses to 250 plus, it's an amazing um, feat and they, everyone involved with the foundation should get a huge pat on the back. They've been magic. Indeed, and it gets bigger and better every year. That's it, Mervyn. We're done for the day. We'll be back tomorrow. You bet we will. 10 o'clock is uh, when we come on. Normal start time tomorrow, 10.30. So we will see you then with uh, Dave Warner at the crease with Usman Kawaja. All right, that's been Willow Talk's wrap of day one. Hit that follow button in the listener app. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. And we'll catch you again for a day two wrap tomorrow.